0: Hi there. Thanks for tuning into the and Star Show, a conversational deal it to you straight business podcast for creators, dreamers and hustlers. Yes, friend, just like you. If you're listening to this, you found your people and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Thank you for being here. In today's episode of a fire q and I did after a live class last month, I have to just break it down. This is the first time as a business owner I taught a live one hour class and then instead of answering questions when somebody would ask... We actually brought people on camera. I had no idea what the questions would be. I had no idea what was going to come on camera, but we made the best of it. Because these business owners are in all different industries and they ask the best questions and I had the most fun working with them one-on-one to help solidify their strategy to market their business. Even if you are not in the same industry as they are, underlying business principles apply to us all. So friends, are you ready to listen? Let's go.
1: Welcome, Carrie. Come on, queen. Look at that beautiful background. Excellent. Thank you so much for all your wonderful tips. I'm actually a motivational speaker. I want to know, is it okay to post the same exact content on Instagram and immediately put it right on my
2: Facebook page as well? Or should I be separating and spreading that out a little bit?
1: It's funny that you bring this up because we just spoke about staggering the content. And there isn't, I, you will hear me say, there's not a right or wrong. And there's not a good or bad, and there's not a pretty or ugly on social media. You get to determine what is best for your audience. However, studies show that users, what they call platform hop, that if they're on Instagram, you know, and they've been there like, 20, 25, 30 minutes, they'll go over to Facebook, tap in. If you're posting the same content, and if for instance, like let's say I follow you and I liked your photo on Instagram and I hop over to Facebook, there's a high likelihood that I'm gonna see the exact same post because I was on the platform at the same time. So what we recommend is staggering the content with a clear, distinct strategy of when we post on Tuesday at 8 a.m., where does that appear on Facebook? Where does it appear on LinkedIn? Where does it appear on YouTube if it's a video? And how are we changing the caption to contextualize on the platform? That becomes a game changer.
2: Awesome. That's really helpful. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate you. Thank you for asking your question. Have a great day.
3: You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi there. So excited to be here with you, Jasmine. And I just signed up for social curator. So I'm really, really excited. Welcome. Welcome. My, my question for you is I found you through Amy Porterfield and I just signed up for her DCA as well. And I'm doing that. Good. And it's almost like the last quarter of 2020 seems like the marketing uh, fire force for me because I also signed up with a marketing coach doing automation of my business. And so here is the, my quandary and my question. My normal business, so I'm a theta healing practitioner. I uh, help women release limiting beliefs about themselves, do more soul level healing. And so that's my IC for my normal business. And I'm stepping into DCA, launching the course for IT project managers, because that's my past that I have transitioned from, helping them with personal mastery. So I have two different ICs and I probably am going to be leveraging LinkedIn for one, Insta and FB for the other. So I'm trying to get my head around how do I integrate now that I've signed up for Social Curator into everything that I'm doing. So any insights on that would be great.
1: Okay. So number one, the insight just my honest gut intuition is going to tell you, number one, give yourself grace. You're doing a lot right now, like a lot. So if you were, if like people on the outside are looking at you and being like, how are you doing all the things that you're doing? And I know it feels like you're not moving fast enough or getting enough done. I guess. So from an outsider, I want you to take like 10 deep breaths and say, you're doing great. Like you're doing amazing. And then I would ask, then I would ask, do you have the time and the bandwidth to be creating content for each of your ICA Two, one or none? Where do you think you're at? Because my answer is going to shift depending on that.
3: Um, so I can see the, uh, the connection point. My goal is to bring the project managers into personal mastery journey and then. convert them into my membership program that I already have for healing and personal development, and then help them transition into theater healing if they're ready for it. So I see this an intersection point for which I can create standard or a common content that I can use across. So that's really where my head is at. So maybe one set of content that can speak to both my audience. So you're saying that it'll speak to the IT audience and it'll speak to the self-healing audience? Because I'm looking to open up the IT project managers to look within the self mastery is the course I'm looking for. How do they help? How do they take control of their workplace stress, home and life balance, looking within learning to meditate, you know, calmness, peace, emotional awareness, emotional intelligence, and kind of bringing it together with meditation.
1: So are you going to be focusing on both of them at the same time or are
3: you building out one niche or the other? So I'm going to be focusing D- DCA launch date that I've promised is February, which means I got to get my act on the social media list, building everything. And I already have a client base that I'm looking to build and market and expand for the healing practice. So it's going to be both. I'm, I'm going to be running on both wheels for a little bit.
1: Okay. Okay. So my guts, my gut is like, it's like a science experiment. When you have two variables, you don't know the variable that is working or causing the reaction or not. So okay. if you can give yourself a little bit of time and space to focus mm-hmm. on, I would think the gateway and the gateway is going to be IT mm-hmm. it's going to be giving them value and interest. And then you're going to be coupling that with their uh, self-healing. Is like, could you give a little bit of time of creating content just for that so that there's no variables? It's only I'm creating content for one ICA and you could do it for 30 days or 45 days. What did I learn here? What is working? Great. Now let me take, add a second variable and let me see, am I confusing the audience? Do they want more of this? Do they want less of this? So if you can give yourself a little bit of time, because even if you know that they're going to be a convergence, but if you're Mm -hmm. testing them both, you actually don't know which one's working and which one's not. And perfect. so I would focus on just that for me, 30 to 45 days, take a step back, assess what is working, and then say, okay, now I feel really good about going to Instagram with what I've learned from creating
3: longer form content on LinkedIn. Okay, makes perfect sense. Thank you, I, I, I clearly was guided to be here asking this question because I needed to hear what you had to share. So I am so looking forward to the time with you in social uh-huh. curator.
1: I am so looking forward to seeing you there. Now, remember more than anything, it's not about the social and it's not about your coach and it's not about the course. It's like, there's a purpose. Like you're here and you're doing the work for the purpose. And I feel like other people right now on the call feel it. I feel it. So even if your purpose doesn't adhere to your deadline of February, it will, it will. I believe it will. I believe it will. But in case it doesn't, We're going to give this space to say there's timing and perfection for your purpose to come out when it's supposed to. I appreciate you. I love that. Thank
3: you so much for saying that. Thank you. Love you. Much love. Much love. Hola, mi amor. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on. So
1: my question is, I am a high-performing coach working with women in corporate, and I try so hard to make it sexy and fun because it could be really dry. I would love your input on that. So what is, your, what is your number one? Like, Where do you think your dream customer spends most of her time on social media? LinkedIn. Atta girl. I was like, you say LinkedIn, we're already on the right track. So the thing that's going to be super important is on LinkedIn, um, text is a driver. People on LinkedIn actually do read a lot more than they do on Facebook and Instagram, which works in your favor, Renee, because you're like, Jasmine, I want to make it a little fun. I want to like, yes. okay. So then if I were a high performing corporate coach on LinkedIn, what I would do is I'm sharing my screen right now and I'm actually in the BOGO, that, that bonus issue. So what I would do, cause you know, LinkedIn has stories now, right? Yes. So, Let's dive into a bit of the stories. I can put some stories here just to test them, but let's just say I'm a high performing coach and I want to start an article on LinkedIn. Okay. Let's go into here because this might, this might ultimately attract my dream customer. You are worth it. And honestly, women in corporate inherently, they know it. You ain't in the c C-suite if you don't know you are worth it. Like you walk in that room and you tap on that boardroom table and you say, I belong now. What I would do in this particular case is use this as a framework, because this is a short caption that would work better on Instagram, but we're gonna still follow this same HIC formula, H-I-C. Hook, is there anything you are insecure about? When you think about your dream customer, As she walks into a boardroom, if your dream customer is a woman of color, now we're playing a entirely different game because you said, hola, and I wonder, are you targeting or catered to brown or black women? Because if you do, is there anything you feel insecure about? Perhaps it's the color of your skin or the length of your hair. For me, it's a whatever you think it is. And this could be like a humble brag. I care more about my clients. I'll answer their phone calls at 10 p.m. at night. Hey, right? Although I struggle with this, you go and you talk about what makes it unique. And then you could say, I see this as a common pattern with some of my coaching clients. They one, two, three, you list the struggle points that you believe your high performing coach, uh, your high performing corporate executives are struggling with. You go in and guess what? You share everything you know about the solution. You share it all. Renee, you, you open the kimono and you say, I'm, I'm not afraid to, to, to give everything away. And people will look at that and be like, wow, I can't believe I just got all of this. Imagine what it would look like and feel like to work with her as a coach. And then what you do, here we have it. We have the CTA, the call to action. What are you insecure about and how do you overcome it? And then you could put a little caveat. Ladies, let's be real. Let's have honest and candid conversations so that we can move the needle. So together in the corporate world, we break all glass ceilings together. That's an article that I think could really get some traction and showcase who you are. Great. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Gracias. Oh, de nada. Much amor. I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Renee. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. Nizinga, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm good. Thanks. Now, how do I pronounce your name? That was pretty good. Nzinga. Nzinga. That's beautiful. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Love your bubbly personality. Awesome. Uh, so um I just uh, so I have a business coach and um I just finished creating my ideal client and then, um, my, which I'm going to flesh out some more and then my like content buckets, like four content buckets. This was like part of a workshop. And so I am, and then we also did this whole framework thing where you figure out um, what is going to be like a driver, rather than like you said, you don't just always just sell directly, but maybe you want to point them to one thing that points so points them to something else. And so, anyway, my d- deep dive then I realized um, so I have a mocktail business, right? And so yeah, so it's a sorrel drink, Brooklyn Boot Sorrel, and it you know people enjoy it as a mocktail mostly. And I realized that, um, through looking at my shop, my sales on Shopify, about a third of my sales are direct to my store. Right. And so I figured if I drive up my SEO, then that would probably be a really great thing. Maybe work on the blog more and like have Instagram, maybe not just always point directly to shop, but point them to the blog and then something like that so anyway um i'm two things i'm wondering how does um how would you kind of like suggest using social curator to help with building out a blog and then tag teaming that with ig content so that's like my first question and then um with the algorithm i'm wondering um do what would you suggest? Um, right now, I have Planoly, um, and I'm wondering as far as like you know, keeping consistent with content. Um, I find like scheduling is like the best thing for me to do. Um, would you suggest scheduling it out through something like Planoly or through Creator? Um, you know that Facebook has designed. You okay.
1: know. So let's start with the second question. Let's start with the mm. second first, because it's going to be the lightest lifting. So I'm going to synthesize the question so that it's not just for Nzinga, but it's for any business owner. It's what tool do I use to schedule my content if I need to schedule my content? And the answer is there's not a right answer. Some people really like Hootsuite. Some people mm. really like Planoly and that's fine. You just have to pick one that's going to work for your business. If you like Planoly, awesome. I always try to recommend, I recommend trying to use a scheduler that's native to the platform. So if you have a Facebook page for your mocktail business, I would schedule the post on Facebook themselves and not use a third party. Now, planally, the only way that you can actually schedule a post on Instagram is if you have a creator account, but creator accounts are traditionally used for influencers so that they can show analytics. And I just don't know if a lot of people need the creator account because if you I can pre-schedule your post on planally and then you pre-schedule your post on Facebook and you have them go out, I think that's going to be great. Then what you're mm-hmm. basically asking for now is asking for a strategy from, I am going to be using my blog as my main source for SEO. And then she's like asking, what do I do with social media? This is a two prong strategy of how social curator can help. There's a really good chance that Nzinga probably will not be using a lot of our photos because she has her own product. She has product being used by her people tagging her account on social media. That's called U G C. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. yeah, UGC, user-generated content. So if you have a a hashtag, you're going to be able to sift through photos and then reproduce photos by way of UGC, user-generated content. And then chances are you're probably going to have a company photo shoot, right? So you're Mm going to have product shots. And then you can have a lifestyle photo shoot, God forbid, once we can start like socializing normally with people, is that people having drinks together, right? you're going to do when it comes to creating your blog content or any form of long form content is the blog is amazing for SEO. So on two forms. So I want you to definitely, if you join social curator, Jeff, definitely check out the January 2020 issue of social curator, because we go in there we have, we focus on stumble upon content and searchable content Social mm-hmm. media is so good for stumble upon somebody is searching for the mocktail hashtag and stumbles upon your post. Whoa. But Pinterest and Google, if somebody's looking for mocktail recipes, your blog and your Pinterest should be right at the top. Like you got to win that game. And social media uh-huh. are really great because on your blog post, if you'll notice, if you go to jasminestarblog.com, we have photos that are pinned, that are created long form. You can pin content on Pinterest that looks like it's native to Pinterest. So that type of content is gonna be really, really, really good for you to have a two prong stumble upon, search upon using social to
2: complement what's going on in SEO. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that it's like for me, maybe the focus would more so be the blog. I am still gonna use Instagram because that's where people are Posting, like the customers are posting the drink as they're enjoying it, you know, and we do get sales through that. But I have
1: to tell you, I have to tell you that, like, in my gut, and here's the thing I started my business as a blogger. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a blogger's blogger. I still blog to this day three to four times a week. So, know that I love me some blogs. The mm. only way you win the blog game is if somebody knows that they're looking for a mocktail. So yes amount of growth is going to be from somebody who does not know they're looking for a mocktail and stumbles across one of your stuff on social on pinterest or on instagram and they're like dang i didn't know that this actually existed you gotta hit them both hard in equal proportion. And if you can do it all on your own, you can hire a virtual assistant for 10 to $12 and you say, hey boo boo, here's my long form content, create three social posts from it, pull a photo from social curator, make it into stories, here's our pre-produced content, find a UGC, that's the strategy for the week.
2: Okay, that was fast, Jasmine. But. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, girl, we're gonna send you the replay. So you can watch it okay. in slow motion. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. <laughs> oh, I think that you are amazing, babe. Thank you. I appreciate it I on the inside of Social Curator. Okay, okay. going into, I think it's Aleha. So I have my own brand, it's uh, Handbags. And uh, I opened the Instagram a long time ago, but not for my handbags, but a personal, my personal uh, account. And since my uh, brand is the same name because I'm a designer, I decide not to open two different accounts. So I keep both of them on the same account. So I create both of the contents of like selling my bags, but also my style, my life, my workouts and all that. Do you think that's a good idea or should I keep it separately? I don't know. What do you think? So we get asked this question a lot on the inside of social curator and our answer is the same. We answer that if, If the content you are creating ends up creating a sale for your business, definitely keep the content on the same platform. You are telling me, if I hear it correctly, that you are a lifestyle content creator and you sell handbags. Now, if somebody is loving your outfit and you paired it with a handbag and it's not a handbag post, But if you make your morning smoothie and you're like, this is my power smoothie. And in the back, you have a tiny little handbag where you keep your vitamins and that's part of the shoot. You know what I'm saying? There's a way to incorporate your product and your personality. The answer is yes. Now, if you think, Jasmine, I am a professional photographer and I sell handbags. Should I have one account? I would kind of be like, I don't know, because the person who wants to hire a photographer might not be the same person who wants to hire a handbag and buy a handbag. So your business, in specific, that you have multiple types of content that will actually sell your product, I think it's okay, and I think it's good, and it can be very interesting. But that's not our answer across the board. Okay, and and another question. So uh, I speak Spanish and I speak English. Of course, I have a huge accent, but I have customers in different countries that they speak Spanish. Should I create content in both languages or should I keep it in just oh, one language? Yeah. If, you, if you don't know the answer quite yet, that's okay because on the inside of Social Curator, we will walk you through the process. But I have to ask you does your dream customer speak English or Spanish? Your English. dream customer. Then, then what we suggest is writing the caption first in English and then having it at the bottom in Spanish. Okay, cool. Well, that's my question is thank you so much for your time. Aleja, thank you so much. I hope to see you on the inside of Social Curator. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: If you enjoyed this Real Talk Q&A, subscribe to The Jasmine Star Show for more content just like this. I'm going to be unapologetic in asking you to subscribe because I love sharing this podcast with you. And the best way for you not to miss a single one of these conversations is by subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you are tuning in from today. So please subscribe. I will be so grateful. And for the people who share the podcast on social media, thank you. I see the tags and I see the comments and I see you working out, driving, cooking, hanging out with your kids. When I get to join your life, it is an honor and it is a privilege. Thank you for allowing me the honor of joining you in your journey. And thank you for sharing that journey openly on social media. Thanks, friend. And I will see you in the next episode.